Um, you're welcome to the third part of our discussion on the city. This is an African Conquering the World podcast at AACW Podcast on Instagram. Try and follow us and like our posts to help us grow our community on the on the app. Um, this is a continuation um, of a very intense discussion. And we, where we stopped, we were trying to understand why Lagos and the European cities can't be looked at the same way. So I'll just do a quick opening salvo and pass the mic to the continuation of the argument between Kene and Adi. And again, here I have Busola, Kene and Adi in the office in Nigeria. So um, for me, I think that our cities, especially a city like Lagos, I agree that the past has not been kind to us and the change of God has also not been kind. But I, I, I most important, importantly want to argue that even as decrepit as our city looks, and as much as what we find is the pretentiousness of architects trying to find the history that is similar to history of other foreign cities, this is one thing that we suffer from very dearly in Lagos. I, I have not seen it in a lot of other cities. Um, architects come from, from Europe and America, and they want to force us to have a similar a similar um, history, a similar layered layers of history as those countries, those cities. Lagos doesn't have that kind of history. Lagos is not that kind of city. Lagos has its kind of city. Maybe Lagos is a new type of city. But then, to understand what Lagos is as a city, we have to have these kind of discussions so that we now know that we have tasteful urban planning. We know that it's, it's difficult to urban plan in Lagos because there's a way that the city works that the typical urban planning of separating things doesn't work for it. But also, what I'm, I'm, I'm saying, seeing is that there's layers in this city of Lagos that we have failed to be able to peel. And as Adi said while we're offline, you might peel the layers and peel the entire canvas off. Perhaps we should peel that canvas off and see what lies beneath. Perhaps that's where our city is. So I'll open the floor to Ade, um, Busola, and Kenneth. So, guys. Okay, so like, we're, we're, um, while we're offline, we're talking about, um, you know, what, what Lagos is or, or what we can salvage from Lagos and, um, you know, the, the identity we can create from Lagos. And I just feel like, uh, or I think that, um, the the task of salvaging Lagos's identity is already beyond us because I feel like there's only very little of it left. What is Lagos identity? Is it in the building or is it is it in the um, um is it in the livelihood? No, I don't think any what is Lagos identity. At least with my with my with my because. I don't think anyone has the full history of Nigeria and their knowledge. So with my little knowledge of Nigeria and Nigeria's history... Because cities has, like, all the cities, they have identity. Mm -hmm. That is how you could easily, like, preserve the buildings. The, the, thing, is, the like, thing is, that identity sometimes worked for over hundreds, hundreds of, of years without exactly. conquest and without interruption. And that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. I don't think the identities that African cities have, or had, have that privilege. I don't think we even have, 
the truncation of our history mm. stops us from even having, having an identity. Uh, yeah, because like the tapestry, in Africa. the tapestry of our history has so many holes. Do you get? And 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 you see, because of the the kind of art that architecture is, we need all those holes to be filled when it comes to planning a city. There is, if you overlay the plan of. 18th century London with uh, 21st century London right now. I mean, the changes are very, very intense. They're very remarkable. But the similarities are, also, are so very obvious. Yeah. I don't think we have that luxury in, with our African No, we, do, we don't have a city in that sense yet. Let me give you guys a quick lesson of our city planning up till today. That people, I think we conveniently, not us as professionals, because we don't know it, because we don't have to look that deeply to plan, but I think that the city planners just conveniently turn their back to what the real history of our city is. Mm. Lagos was not a city before the British came. Mm. Okay? When the British came, they came and they found resources in Lagos and they found the sea. So they planned the city in the direction of the sea. Not a city in the sense, they planned a military cantonment in the direction of the sea. All roads in, the, in Lagos lead to, lead to Tinkan Island to get all your stuff out. Yeah? The first house that they built, and because I, I can't remember the name of the book, but it's a very good book on Lagos. I, I'm sure one of the episodes I remember it. They said that when the first British came, mm -hmm. they, were, they couldn't spend more than two weeks because the fever was killing them, malaria was killing them. So they built the first tin shed, Ile Alapako. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was the first, uh, the first tin house, in, and it was always tremendously hot. Why was it tremendously hot? Because they didn't want to make big enough windows to have airflow and light. Why? Because they were distrustful of the flies and the people in a similar fashion. Then they made out of that an architecture that they call tropical modernism. That Kenne has gone to do research for the office at the, the Ebutemeta one, uh, took some photographs. And the, the, if what you see, it's beautiful or not, but what you see is a defensive architecture. It's an architecture that says that the elements are all harsh and I can't deal with it. So, pardon my French, fuck out of here. Yeah? The rain, ah, there's too much rain, so let's make the longest eaves, the longest projection from the building so that this rain doesn't enter our building. The sun, there's too much sun, so let's cover the window with as many plants as possible so that only light that we need comes in. The people, they're so hostile, so let's make our walls as far away from them as possible. So by the time you accumulate that, you have a small window in a place where you need a large permeable, permeable wall to bring in air. You have a, a retreating roof in a place that has so much water that that water should be captured and reused. Yeah? You have a, a cell-like building sitting in a setback in a place where people are actually friendly and want to have a conversation with you. So instead of making an architecture, tropical modernism is an architecture of fear. If you add that to the fact that our cities are built to extract minerals, yeah? So they are not cities, they are army cantonments built for the extraction of materials and add a defensive militaristic architecture. What you have is a militaristic urbanism 
that is not really optimism at all. So the, if you peel the layers of Lagos, you are going to land on that layer. There was no layer that had real planning like Ibadan had. Mm. Ibadan was a city in germination mm. when it was truncated. Lagos was a base. Mm. And it's same with several cities in Nigeria. So what they call modern planning mm. is planning the building to face the sea mm. or face the Ogas house so that everybody's car can get to the Ogas house. And yeah, no, the Ogas is still in Buna. The Ogas, yes. So all roads lead to Bodilon. Mm -hmm. Just like how all roads one time led to Tinkan Island. But, uh, but the fact of it is that whether all roads lead to Bodilon or not, the island, mainland, there's one bridge. Mm. And everybody drives to the island every day. Mm. And drives off it at night. Yeah. If you go to Kaduna, the city is planned towards Abuja Road. Mm. So everybody can get out in the night. Really? There's a reason why those cities are planned like that, and nobody wants to deal with that reason. We're dealing with these highfalutin cultural things mm. in a place that is an army cantonment, and so therefore we behave like jailbirds. Mm. Well, we are because we're in jail. <laughs> so this is these are the problems of our city that we don't talk about. So I, I wanted to just say that so that at least we have a proper springboard for mm. for more things to happen. Wow, yes. very, very wow. That's wow. That, that, that was, that was, that was. You start was. digging up, you find out that there's, there's really no room. The truth is, we're not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready. In, in a lot of ways, Nigeria is not ready for what they actually want. And to be fair, and uh, to be honest, I'm not even sure Nigeria knows what it really wants. That's exactly what, really what I want. Like, to ask. Let me rephrase that. I don't think, I don't think it's about wants. It's, it's not. It's not. No, it, it is. is. It, it has, has to, to be ready for. For us as an office, we need to do that yeah, to make the city of the future so that Nigerians and indeed Africans can see that what we have, there's a future in it, but there has to, it has to be looked at with certain kinds of classes in a certain way. And we're not ready to do that. Yeah, because there's nobody that is forcing us to do that. Because oh, we, no, we live by think, force. I don't think, I don't, even if. Even if there was someone holding a gun to our heads, mm. I, don't, it, it, I don't think a lot of Nigerians would still be willing to do that. And do you know why? It's the same thing, it's the same reason why, you know, I stopped going, oh, Buhari types. Because the truth is, we all have our little Buhari in all, us. God forgive me. But like, or whoever is listening, forgive me. But it's the truth. Look inside yourself. You see, John Buari did. It, it, it can be as little as just jumping the queue. Nigerians aren't ready to stop jumping the queue because they know that when they need to jump the queue, they have to. Do they, it. They, they can not that they have to. They can take advantage of the fact that oh, right. the environment encourages you to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's why I think we're not ready because if we're ready. We would first of all start by building an environment that does not encourage. Exactly. To do certain kinds of things. Exactly. 
That's why we're not ready. That's why even when we leave the country, some people still struggle with structure. Because mm -hmm. we've been used to chaos, the negative type of chaos. Yes, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm also going to say this. European, European countries are not organized, they are strict. No, 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 no. It's, it, it, they are strict. You see, but you see, there's, there's something, there's something that exists that allows for that to happen. And, and that is the order. There's order in certain ways I, I agree. that but, encourages but again, that street. Because like you know that if you take a leak on the street, you know that you're paying that 150 pound fine. Of course, of course, mm -hmm. of course. It must, you know. it must be a very good leak, you too. Yeah, it must be worth it. It must be worth it. Did you get it? Yeah, it must be so worth, worth it. But again, I, I'm, say, I'm, I'm saying that... Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yes, yeah, just, just like you said about being strict. I think it's human nature. Without that strictness, I get that, but it's a distrust of humanity that Africans cannot muster. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why I said we have our own city. Look, we have to understand ourselves in a way that is advantageous to us. Because the African wants to speak in the most um, beautiful of languages, the most easy of languages to his fellow African mm -hmm. and say, what's going on, my brother or my sister? Yeah, But the European doesn't want to do that. The European, on the other hand, prefers that things are done. I mean, we just had a meeting now, mm -hmm. and he, he had told, he had sent me an email with all the facts, mm -hmm. and he said exactly we what was in his email. email. No, no, no. In Nigeria, won't do that. No, no, we don't. First because he knows that you need more context. Mm -hmm. So he's going to add some ogiri and stock fish. Mm -hmm. The food must be sweet. Mm -hmm. Maggi must be. Maggi must be. Salt. Salt go deep inside. Mm. And hey, they will bring some local spices. Mm -hmm. But a European can't do that by nature. Mm. So I think that also our city plan. Look, I love what Corbusier did to Paris. So after this, I'm going to I'll show you guys Plan Voisson. Mm. He scraped Paris and made a plan. We need to do that in Lagos so that we can Lagos can know that what they we have is not so sacrosanct mm. that it can't be changed and changed radically. So I think that I think that we should end on that on that note mm -hmm. and catch up again in another um, episode. Thank you guys for listening to the An African Country in the World podcast. Thank you for listening to these three um, um, argumentative episodes on the city. Uh, we'll be back again next week at the same time, ten o'clock GMT. Uh, please follow us at, at on Instagram at AACW Podcast. Like and comment and let's have a conversation. Thank you for listening. Have a pleasant weekend. Cheers. <laughs>